What's up everyone and welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk and today we are making our Super Bowl predictions and Houston is back uh, for this week's predictions. Yeah, what's up everybody? Uh, it's been a while, um, a lot of life changes, you know, this past football season, different things like that, uh, coaching, I moved to Purcells um, and all that kind of jazz, so a lot has changed and so I wasn't able to really keep up with doing the podcast <laughs> and Wyatt uh, was able to, so that's just what we did and so Wyatt was able to keep going this season. Glad you guys listened, glad you guys, you know, hopefully you guys have enjoyed it and mm-hmm. um, we'll, uh, we'll get this prediction episode going with the uh, Super Bowl. I just wanted to be back and get back in the groove of doing it. Uh, that mm-hmm. way we can get back into a groove of uh, putting out content uh, together. So, yeah. excited. Yeah, 100%. All right, so we're going to get into and some... Real quick, if, uh, if you guys hear a dog bark, I do apologize. Yes, yeah. He, yeah yes, we're, we are uh, Skyping this. Me and Jim, because me and Houston are in two different locations. Houston's in the car as well, so... If you hear something, it might be from him. I have a train that goes by my apartment. So sorry if there's like external noise going on here. Uh, but that out of the way, we'll get into some news. Uh, and we're going to make our predictions here. There's, you know, we, we've been having some quarterback changes uh, going on. We have the Matthew Stafford situation and Jared Goff. Oh, and I don't think we gave our thoughts on that yet. We can give our thoughts on that. Uh, as well, the Matthew Stafford Jared Goff situation. I, so here, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll let you go. I, I think it's a, I think it's a great move. Um, you know, me and you have talked about this for the past couple of seasons that Jared Goff's average. Um, now, is he a terrible quarterback? Not by any means. Is he a terrible quarterback? Um, but he's very average. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford has been put in a terrible situation uh, in Detroit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, yes, he's had great receivers at times. Yes, he has who might be a first ballot Hall of Famer this weekend, and Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Um, he should be. Is, who you believe is the greatest receiver of all time. He is. Um, and so I think that uh, – I think it's a great trade um, for the Rams. Like, the Lions are doing <clears> this to, to get those future picks, <clears> to, to start building their team, and they can have a bridge quarterback in Jared Gall. So it's smart part on their part. I know they, they take the contract up, and taking that contract they were able to get more – Stafford, and they probably would have anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the line, or for the Rams, excuse me, I think it's a great move. I just think that you bring Stafford into that environment, a great head coach, you give him a top three defense in the NFL, um, you give him a really good offensive line, you give him great weapons, you give him mm-hmm. Cam Akers now running the football. He is going to, like, mm-hmm. now here's the thing though, this is the put up or shut up for Matt Stafford. If Stafford oh, yeah. doesn't do well, and Stafford chokes, and Stafford doesn't well and the Rams don't get past a wild card or a first or a first or even a win in the playoffs then we can start to criticize Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. but let's let's pump the brakes and let's allow him to be like let's allow him to flourish in a good situation for once oh yeah 100% yeah I, I agree with you I, I uh, the Rams I think won this trade I know everybody talks about their first round picks and all but you don't yeah, know you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not gonna have a first round pick for like eight years in a row. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, they're building, they're building their team up. Like, who look who they got though. Matt Stafford. One of those first round picks can be Matt Stafford. Oh yeah. Look at it like that. You know, and then mm-hmm. what's the other one? You don't know who that guy's gonna be in two years. Oh yeah. Like, especially if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, you're not gonna be getting a high caliber player anyway. So it, it, look at the Rams. 
Yeah, yeah. Look at the Rams' like history before they drafted Jared Goff. Like how bad they were at drafting in the first rounds. Even like if you go back to like their good teams, they weren't that good at it. Uh, like, uh, like they had Orlando Pace, arguably one of the best left tackles of all time. Uh, and that's probably like where you go almost. Like maybe there's a couple people here and there. I think Sam Bradford would have been really good if he could stay healthy. But like if you go to uh, what's his name, Greg Robinson. It was like the two yeah. pick, like a couple years after that. He uh, he was out of the league in two years. You know, uh, right. like they don't have they they don't have the best reputation at picking first round picks. Why not right. Why not just build your team up with uh, trading those picks and getting veteran players? Because veteran players win you playoff games, they win you Super Bowls. Right. Uh, it's it's very rare that you get a team like Kansas City, but then again, you do have somebody like Andy Reid. Uh, one of the oldest ten-year head coaches in the league, and he's just been uh, just been phenomenal. He's the best offensive-minded coach in NFL history, I think, without a doubt. Uh, but yeah, that's our thoughts. I think that I, I, I like I, I agree with everything you said. I think uh, the Rams did a. I think the Rams won the trade. I really like Matthew Stafford as a fit there, and like you said, it's put up or shut up now for Matthew Stafford. What it? No more excuses, right? He's only really had one good head coach in his time at, uh, and mm-hmm. I think that was Jim Caldwell. Mm-hmm. They fired after what? Uh, seven and nine. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, two, two, two. Seven and nine. Uh, yeah, if I'm like that, yeah. So, like, I mean, like, I think he's been the only serviceable head coach that uh, uh, that he that he's even had in his time there. Matt Patricia was a wash. I mean, mm-hmm. Jim Schwartz was okay. He wasn't that great of a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he did give us a great moment though. Had, Remember when he got in that big... Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was the Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Was it Thanksgiving? It was it Thanksgiving? I don't even remember. I that was hilarious. Know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So it's like he's been in these bad situations. The only thing you can ever say he's had... Is, is a receiver. Receivers. Mm-hmm. But that don't... A quarterback and receiver don't make a team. You need offensive line. Never had a great offensive line. Mm-hmm. Running game. Running backs always suck for the Lions. Or the running game in general. The, the, what well, the last time they had a who a running back that had a great season was Reggie Bush, and they made it to the postseason. Right. Yeah, and that was also under Jim Caldwell. Uh, you know, I think it was like the only time he had an offensive-minded coach, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was Jim Caldwell, and he ended up, and that was like his best years. Right. Uh, and then he's going to Sean McVay. I think he's a better mind at the offensive end than uh, Jim Caldwell. I just think he's a great fit for Matthew Stafford. I think he has really good receivers there. And if you kind of look at it, I texted you this. I, th- I think it was you, maybe been Justin, but uh, uh, I think uh, like he plays better with these smaller receivers, these more route-running oriented receivers than these big physical receivers. You look at him with Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, more route-running uh, running oriented type of guys. You have that in Los Angeles. You have Cooper Cup. You have uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. I've, yeah, I was, Jefferson now. yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah. They got a Gerald Everett. Like they got a, a plethora, a plethora of uh, receivers there that are, can get open at any moment. So I think it's just a great fit there. And then Jared Goff. Uh, I, we'll, we'll see what happens here. I, I don't think he's in the best situation right. either, and especially with this skill set, it, I don't think they're going to do that well. Here's the thing, though. I think Jared Goff, you know, like he might not be in a great situation, and it probably won't work out in the Lions, right? They're not expecting it to. 
Mm-hmm. But I think he's someone that, look, if, if you had a really great roster, right, if you had, like, a supreme roster, which I know the Rams do have a great roster, mm-hmm. but if you have a great roster and your head coach, and, and look, Sean McVay doesn't trust him. So that's why the Rams' offense has looked the way it's looked mm-hmm. this past season. Um, past two he seasons. Lost faith in him. He lost trust in him. But if you get an offense that, hey, if you need a solid quarterback and Jared Goff is on a is on a strong season, Jared Goff could be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at his ceiling, he's, He's above average, right? He's not great or anything like that, but mm-hmm. um, you know, but his 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 ceiling is average. And unfortunately for him, like that's just that's just the way the NFL works. You're not gonna if he's not gonna produce and, and be a guy that they feel can win a Super Bowl, move on. You got you got to take a chance. You got you have a short window, and the Rams right now with the no picks and their cap space, like they got to go now to try to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And and McVay and, and Snead know that, so that, that that's what the, that's I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with the move that they made. I do too. Uh, however, many first, if you get if you get a franchise quarterback for five six years, and if you can get a Super Bowl, maybe two out of that. It was a first dog bark at the podcast. Yeah, the first dog bark. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. If you can get a if you get him five six, maybe even more years, and maybe get a Super Bowl, maybe two out of it. It's a win. It's a win, no matter what you gave well, up. If you get one Super Bowl, it's a win. If you get one win, you're a champion. Oh yeah. I mean, look look at what it did for John Gruden. John Gruden won one Super Bowl, had a terrible at, rest of uh, coaching. I mean, not terrible, but it was not that great for the Bucks after that, right? Then uh, gets fired, goes to ESPN, becomes an amazing analyst, and because of the Super Bowl win that he had, everybody's like, "Well, John Gruden was a great coach. Like, he's a great coach. And what did he do? A ten-year, one hundred million-dollar contract." So well, look at just making the two Super Bowl gets you far. Just look at Jeff Fisher. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like everybody's like, okay, you know, we trust him. He's got a good head on the shoulders. He can. He's a good leader. We'll bring him in. And so the fact that yeah, if you win a Super Bowl, or I mean, John Fox, Coach Sean McVay is. So you win a Super Bowl. I mean that, it, that like that does so much for a legacy, especially of a coach. And you know, like a, a guy like Matt Stafford winning the Super Bowl. You know, like that's why it's going to be hard for Philip Rivers to get in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Um, especially early on, like it might take a while for him to get in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think I think he'll be like a before. second or third ballot. That's what I'm saying is it might take him a few years to get in because he's a definite Hall of Famer he though. Win, he didn't win a Super Bowl. He didn't get into a Super Bowl. And it, it'll there'll be I mean there'll be legitimate questions as to you know is he a, is he a legit Hall of Famer? Just like Stafford, if Stafford is a wash in in, in the Rams. He'll be known as a great statistical quarterback that only made one, one or two Pro Bowls, and you know never, um, you know never got, never got to the thing, never did anything in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you want to move on? Yeah, we yeah we move on. We'll, we'll go on to uh, what we had to that what we were going to start the show with, and uh, the Stafford thing popped into my mind. Uh, we're we're gonna make our predictions. Uh, like who we think uh, these quarterback, these three young quarterbacks are going to go uh, uh, between Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, and Sam Darnold. We'll start off with Deshaun Watson. I think, hey, let's start off with uh, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah, yeah, we'll start off Sam Darnold. Let's let's work our way up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so Sam, you go first. I want to hear what you got because I, I know what I think. I, I think I have a place for him to go. I like Denver. Okay. I like Denver. I like Denver there. Uh, I like the. I love the receiving core there. Uh, you have a defensive-minded coach there. Uh, honestly, I really like. 
Denver's offense. Uh, I, I'm honestly like, you know, I did, I'm not the biggest fan of Drew Locke, or was the biggest wasn't the biggest fan of him coming into the draft. I've actually changed my opinion on him. I like uh, Drew. Uh, I almost said Jared Goff, Drew Locke a lot, uh, but I think it, it depends. I, honestly, I think it depends on where I think Denver stands at the moment. But I think him and Denver would be a really good fit, especially with that defense, the way Vic Vangio coaches. And you just give him weapons that he's never had before. Uh, you give him Jerry, uh, Jerry Judy going to his second year. Hopefully, Quentin Sutton can stay healthy uh, next season. And then you got Noah Fant. Uh, you got Melvin Gordon, if he if he's coming back there. You got uh, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman. You get a lot of weapons on that uh, offense, and then plus the offensive line improved a lot, especially with a lot of penalties that was calling uh, that that was called this year, especially holding penalties because uh, everybody knows about Garrett Bowles and his holding penalties. Uh, and the offensive line was statistically a top ten uh, offensive line this year, uh, and like sacks given up and all that. So I think you give him a good situation there in Denver. I think. Uh, I think the train's about to go. So sorry if you hear like a little train going, but uh, I think I think Denver would be a really good spot for Sam Darnold right now. I think it could be the only spot somebody could get in besides maybe Chicago, uh, but I, I I think Denver would be a good fit for him. Yeah. So I, I just what the thing you just said. Uh, I say Chicago. Uh, yeah. I think Chicago trades for Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold has tremendous upside. I think he's a guy here. I, I compare the Bears situation to the Titans situation for multiple reasons. They they drafted up a quarterback high. Mm-hmm. Titans got Mariota. The Bears got Trubisky. Mariota continued to get hurt. Was a turnover machine. Never lived up to the hype. Right? Trubisky. Just like it, he just like there's nothing like he like, just... he doesn't allow himself to get over the hump. It's just like. Hey, he'll show these things like, oh, wow, that was a great ball, or oh, wow, he has great athleticism, or oh, wow, look at that play that he made. But then he'll freaking make some of the worst decisions you've ever seen a quarterback make, and you're just like, come on, man. Like, you, you, you see the talent that you have. Let them, put it together. Stop overthinking it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think you see the Bears and the Titans with these similar situations. Well, what did, what did the Titans do? They got Ryan Tannehill, right? Right? Who was Ryan Tannehill under? Adam Gase. Adam Gase destroyed Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. Made him look awful. Made him look like a bust. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Titans. You could argue Ryan Tannehill has been a top three quarterback. Top, well, I mean, statistically, right? Not obviously as a player, but statistically, and what he's done for the Titans since he's taken over as a starter has been amazing. Mm-hmm. He's played amazing for them, um, and he's—I mean—he is their franchise quarterback right now, and he's playing just—he's playing up to his first-round um, draft status right now um, because he got a better coach. He got a better system. He got a team that believed in him to, hey, we, we think you can actually be a good quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what is Sam Darnold under Adam Gase? Adam Gase has made Sam Darnold worse, right? But a lot of people believe in Sam Darnold around the league. You put him in a situation with Chicago where I don't know if Chicago brings back Trubisky still. Maybe they do for cheap. Um, they bring back Trubisky and they get Sam Darnold, have a quarterback competition. And I think Sam Darnold, you give him the weapons in Chicago, the running game in Chicago, you allow Chicago to do. Uh, you allow Chicago's offense to evolve into um, 
what it was starting to at the end of the year last year, which I think was I was a big fan of what they were doing. A lot more running the football, a lot more boots, a lot more play action. Um, so a lot of that kind of stuff. And I think you bring Sam Donald into that with that kind of defense, I think he could flourish. I really do. I think that's a great spot for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with you on that. I would like to have him there. I'd like to have all these quarterbacks in Chicago. We'll see what happens, though. But we'll go on to Carson Wentz here. And I'll start I, off this one. Do you think it's going to? I agree. I think I, I, I'm a Colts fan, right? Like, you guys know that I'm a Colts fan. I unfortunately think that the Colts are going to get Carson Wentz. Um, it's not that I don't think Carson Wentz is good. It's not that I don't think Carson Wentz can be great. I, I, I absolutely do. It's just the fact that he's not been great lately. And you've heard the things of him not being a great teammate and all this kind of stuff. I'm just I'm concerned of him coming into our team and being and having a bad bringing bad mojo to our team. Um, the Colts have a great roster. The Colts, you know, will I think you know this offseason have to continue to improve um, their weapons and pass rush. But I really do think that the Colts roster is one of the top five rosters in the NFL, especially with that O line. But here's the thing: if Frank Reich produced or help Carson Wentz produce his best season 33 touchdowns seven only seven picks he was going to be MVP that year he would have been the MVP right we all mm-hmm. we all agree with that and then ever since that happened right Foles comes in Foles takes over wins the Super Bowl that kind of jazz he was never welcomed in Philly after that so mm-hmm. I think maybe if you do allow him a fresh start you put him back with Frank Wright you put him in a situation where Hey, this coach believes in him. This coach likes him. This coach knows that he can be special, and maybe Carson Wentz can show that special quality to him uh, that that we've seen before in Carson Wentz. Where hey, mm-hmm. that dude, that dude was gonna take take the lead by storm, just like Patrick Mahomes has until that ACL injury. And so I think if he can avoid the injury things, the Colts can get a decent, uh, not have to give up too much for him. I really think that the Colts are gonna be the team that gets Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz stays in Philadelphia. Okay. I think he does. Uh, the hire was strictly for him to stay in Philadelphia. Uh, the question yeah, is, though, what are they going to do with Jalen Hurts now? What? Yeah, what are they going to do with Jalen Hurts now? Is Jalen Hurts on the trade block? Because teams, like, with the way he played, he had, uh, what did he start, four or five games? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had two really good games, one okay game, and then two not-so-good games. Right, he had, what, 15 touchdowns, 16 picks? Who? Carson Wentz. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is is more likely to be traded than uh, Carson Wentz is. I I think the hire was solely to have him there, which I don't think Carson Wentz wants to be in Philadelphia. I I mentioned this a lot uh, on the podcast. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think the fans want him there. That, that, That relationship is fractured when Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. It was fractured already uh, because Nick Foles won them the Super Bowl. Nick Foles is their guy of the city. Uh, And Carson Wentz, whatever he did in his career, if he he didn't win two Super Bowls, then he would never be that guy. Or if he didn't get to another Super Bowl, he'd never be that guy for Philadelphia. No matter all the stuff he puts up. Uh, all the stats he puts up, all the good things he does for the team, like the last two years where he drug the team to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. And then he has one bad year, and they want him gone. 
I, I just don't think it's a I don't think it's a good situation for Carson Wentz to be in. But I think they're going to force him. We saw with Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb took them to five straight NFC championships. It was four, I think. Got them to a Super Bowl. Was it four straight? Four straight, yeah. Because they lost to Tampa. They lost to Carolina. They lost to the Rams, yeah. And then they won their last one. And and then they get there, right, and they lose the Super Bowl. But McNabb is seen as this terrible quarterback. But he was great for them under Andy Reid, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Playing the Phillies is a hard place, and I get that. And that's why I do think he's going to be traded, because I just think that relationship with with Carson Wentz and that and just that team in that city is fractured so much that I just think they need to get rid of him. I think they just got to, they got to get compensated for him, get that contract off the books. Maybe Jalen Hurts is your guy, and he can be your Dak Prescott, or maybe, who knows, right? Um, I think Dak Prescott would be another I, I, fun one to look at here and see where he goes. That, yeah, Did you hear what, see what Carson Palmer said about him? Mm-mm. About uh, I, I agree with Carson Palmer here. Uh, take less money. Oh yes. Yeah. T- take less money. Go uh, and you because you're you're in a while. Uh, you know whoever the, whoever the GM is or about Jerry Jones or Jerry Jones's son to. You know, deal with the team. Uh, uh, build the team up with the money that you didn't pay him and he's going to and Dallas is good he brings Dallas back to the promised land he gets him to the NFC championship the Super Bowl he's going to make he's going to make more money on commercials and advertisements than he will in in like his whole NFL career he'll make that in like two or three years I think well here's the thing I think every I think every player should do that every quarterback should do that but here's the thing most of them won't because and I get it get as much money as you can you know, because you don't know how long you're going to play in the league. Any injury can end your career like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I get why guys want. I get why guys like want to be able to. Uh, um, you good? Yeah, I don't know why the, the radio turned on all by itself. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, ghost in the car or something. I don't know. That was a little creepy to me. Um, I'm not gonna- Sorry, somebody called me and it like completely stopped <laughs> the podcast. Uh, but yeah, we're back, uh, and I, I don't even know where Yeah, so what we were saying was the fact that, uh, quarterbacks taking less money, but I get why they don't. Mm-hmm. I just think, but you look at Tom Brady, right? Tom yeah. Brady took less money, Tom Brady did all this kind of stuff, and what happened? He's made more money in advertisements, and commercials, and just, mm-hmm. I mean... He now he has his own like, brand. Huh? He has his own brand now. Yeah, exactly, so I just think... And look, he's in what? He's been to now 10 Super Bowls. Yeah. So, and, ha- and could win a seven. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't think a lot of guys understand the fact. And I, look, I'm not a quarterback. I don't play in the NFL. So, you, you know, that you, people can say what they want. But it just, I don't think they understand, like, hey, when you want to win, like, take less money. Take less money and allow your team to be built up. But, mm-hmm. anyways. Uh,. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to Deshaun Watson now. Uh, kind of went on top of there with uh, the Prescott and Carson Palmer. Uh, Carson Palmer, one of the most underrated quarterbacks of the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go to Deshaun Watson. You know, uh, I'll go first. I think he's going to go to the Bears. Okay. I think he's. He, there, there's. There, 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 you can't, dude. You have to pick a different team than the Bears because you pick Sam Darnold for the Bears. It just makes. No, I, said, I know. I said you said Bears. I say. Tame for me. Let me let me talk about. Let me talk. I want you to guess. I want you to 
want you to guess who you think I who you think they're going to. I say the Raiders. You said the Bears. I said who do you think I, I'm picking? I say the Raiders. The Raiders? Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's going to well, be the Dolphins. No, I, no, no. I, it's no logical for me. It's no logical thing. You have to try out Tua. You have to try out Tua. I didn't. And plus, you fire the OC. Uh, too. That's just my reasoning for it. So they're not going to get rid of Tua. They fire the OC. This voicemail thing. You got the third pick over on the draft, which was originally the Texans, anyways. Yeah. You get rid of Tua and you bring in Deshaun Watson. Okay. Because there's a lot of guys and there's a lot of people that don't believe Tua's the franchise guy, right? Who yeah. Knows? Brian Flores, in my opinion, is a great head coach. He's going to be a great head coach for a long time. The roster in Miami is great. They should have made the playoffs this year. You bring Deshaun Actually, Washington. I don't even think the roster is that great. I think it's average. He's just a great coach. But that, but, not, but, I, but I don't think it's average. I think it's above average. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a top five roster. No, it's not it's top a really roster. roster. That defense is really good. They've got some good weapons on offense. Yeah, they need to build their offensive line and things like that. When you bring Deshaun Washington in that situation, that team becomes instead of eleven and five or ten and six of what they were, they go twelve and four. In my opinion, I think that I think they can be that good. I I just don't I just don't I just don't see them doing that. Uh, so what do you, why do you think Watson's going to go to the Bears? What's your I don't know. If you just look at like everything, I think surrounding the Bears right now, they made the mistake of not drafting him. Like it, you can say whatever you want about Pat Mahomes, uh, but Sean Watson was the clear cut number one quarterback in that draft going into that right, draft class. Nobody knew Pat Mahomes was going to be Pat Mahomes, right? Yeah, I I. I and I think the Bears are going to go in, uh, go in on him, or go on in, all, all in on him. And then you uh, add in like he's like following like all these Chicago news organizations and stuff. Uh, so I I think he's going to go to Chicago, uh, maybe restructure his contract a little bit to fit it into right. the fit it into the team, or have a uh, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks because they don't want to show up half the time. Uh, through the year, uh, especially this year, but try to restructure their contracts. But I think I think Sean Watson is going to go to the Bears. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that would be. A great, I think that's the best spot for him. I just don't know if the Bears are going to have enough ammunition to get him, but we'll see. I'd be fine with trading Cologne back. Future picks. They give up enough future picks and things like that. I mean, you got to do anything you can to get the franchise guy. Uh, and so that means giving up three first round picks. You give up three first round picks because you have to get the guy that's going to. Possibly lead your team to the promised land. And Deshaun Watson, 25 years old, had an I mean, I'm talking an amazing season. Uh, he played phenomenal last this past season. Mm-hmm. And his team around him was awful. His whole situation was terrible. He needed to go somewhere else because I don't want to see a guy like that waste his talent. And you know how much I like Deshaun Watson and how much I liked him coming out of college, mm-hmm. um, and how much we argued mm-hmm. about how good he was going to be. And I just like. You just saw how great he was in college. I knew that he was going to be great in the NFL because of what he did to save him. And so I I just want him to go somewhere that he can flourish. And I definitely think that if he goes to a team like Miami, a team like Chicago, maybe a team like Denver, or even the Raiders, I think he has a chance to be very successful. So Yeah, I would uh, I agree with you on that. Uh, I think the Raiders would be a really good option for him. Yeah, I do too. One of the best offensive lines in the league. Good receivers, good tight, really good tight end. Yeah. Um, good, good young defense coming up. Yeah. I, and I, we and we can see that he can win with a lesser defense, you know, 
than what the Raiders had last year. Raiders, the Raiders' defense was very inconsistent yeah. last season. All right, so we'll get into our Super Bowl predictions uh, about 20 minutes into the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Uh, you, usually when you, me and you are doing this, we're, uh, we go a little bit longer, okay. ramble on a little bit. But, yeah, we're getting to our Super Bowl predictions, and uh, I'll let you go first on yours. Uh, so who do you have winning? Wow. I'm, I'll tell you what, I don't really care who wins. I don't really have a, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I just want to see a great game. Um, I think it would be awesome to see Brady win a seventh Super Bowl. I think that would be crazy to see. Stop, stop shaking your head. No, I think just, it would be great. It's too much. I think, it'd be, I think it'd be great to see, like, it just, to see that kind of greatness is awesome. But also to see Pat Mahomes become become this great young quarterback and win a second in a row, I think would be amazing too. So I'm going to go, I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it could be similar to the Eagles and Patriots game we saw three years ago Mm -hmm. um, where it was 41-38. But I definitely think that, uh, and you you want me to have a score? Yes, yes. All right, so I think think the Chiefs are going to win 34-30. I think they're going to beat the Buccaneers by four points. I think it's going to be 34 to 30. Um, I just think when you look at what Pat Mahomes does with what with him and Travis Kelsey clicking like they are, with uh, with Tyreek Hill doing what Tyreek Hill does, I mean, he torched the Buccaneers the last time they played. Torched them, right? Ooh. And so I think he's going to have an amazing game as well. I think Pat Mahomes is going to show out this time in the Super Bowl, unlike last year where he didn't play great for a lot of it. Um, but... That's the thing is, he's a great quarterback. He don't need to play great. His, if his team around him plays great, he comes up with a couple great plays, they can win the football game. And I think for Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady is more likely to struggle than Pat Mahomes. I think Tom Brady is more likely to have uh, a couple turnovers, is more likely to not be the kind of guy that he used to be. And I, I just think that it's going to come down to the wire, but I definitely think that uh, um, I definitely think and believe that the Chiefs are going to be back-to-back Super Bowl champions. And Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes are going to cement their legacies as Pat Mahomes becoming one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time already. And Andy Reid starting to cement his legacy as one of the greatest head coaches of all time, which he never got credit for. And thankfully, we were happy that he won last year. And I will not be mad if Andy Reid wins another one. I love Andy Reid to death. You remember last year, like halfway through last year, they kept kept popping up with that graphic. Like, uh, the coach with... The most wins with no Super Bowl wins. And it was Andy Reid. Right? It was it was Andy Reid. They they were like kind of crapping on Andy Reid the whole season, and then he's yeah, like in the Super Bowl. Regular season coach and all this kind of jazz, but yeah. Uh, I, the one thing I don't like uh, is how they already have it as like the oh it's like the top Super Bowl matchup of all time. Let's let's hold it a little bit. Let's see how the game turns out. You know. We'll see how the, it, it is an older Brady. Brady did not play partic- has not really played particularly well, I think in uh, this season. But I think he's whoa, stepped. Whoa, 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 whoa! You gotta, you gotta chill out with that. Forty touchdowns, eleven picks, 4,600 yards. Pass. You gotta calm yourself. Down. He should have he more. He should have more. I'm saying he should have more. He had a lot of missed throws, like a lot of crucial missed throws too. The way he still throws the football, he's like twenty. But do it, do You didn't even let me get to the second half of it. I was going to say he stepped up his game in the postseason. 
What do you say? I think he stepped up his game in the postseason. That's what I was about oh. to say. He's trying to jump down my neck. Dude, I, I was I was I was about to I was I was I was about to give him some credit. Jeez. Nah, you weren't. I, yeah. I, I've heard the slander for him too long. That's yeah, cool. yeah, slander him. he should have more rings. Oh. With all the teams that with all the with all the top ten defenses he's had over his career, he should have more rings, I'm sorry. Oh, he should have more rings. He's got six. Nobody even has no stop. I don't want to listen to this anymore. I'm done with the podcast. Hey, more, <laughs> I'm always going to stick by Joe Montana, I think, is the greatest. Okay. Uh, 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 You're a top tier on your opinion. I get it. Yeah. But uh, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. All right. I, say, I see what you did there. Uh, no, but... Uh, you missed yeah. the back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just me just <laughs> rambling on a little bit by myself. And, and I get into like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I think he's played his best football in this postseason, uh, especially under pressure. Uh, Tom Brady has, uh, like the way he played against the uh um, the football team. I think he played really good uh, uh under pressure. He got hit a lot in that game, and I and he he stepped up his game a lot. The New Orleans game, he stepped up his game like he had a terrible game in that game. I'm not gonna lie, he had a terrible game. He had two or three passes that should have been interceptions, should have been game changing interceptions. Uh, but they, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Janoris Jenkins didn't make those plays. And then you go to last week. I think a lot of it had to do with uh, Aaron Rodgers crap in the bed uh, in the Super Bowl. I thought it was. Uh, uh, I thought it was one of his worst performances of of his career. Like, he, he, obviously, he started coming back in the second half, but that first half was awful from yep. him. No, I, uh, he had what? That, he had the big bomb to Valdez Scatling, um, and a cut, and like one more other pass. But other than that, yeah, he didn't play great. Uh, and then uh, Tom Brady, I think, played one of his better games uh, last week, or was it two weeks ago now? Uh, ago, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was just amazing uh, the way he played. And he keeps stepping up his game a little bit, but I have the Chiefs winning thirty-five to thirty-four. Wow. Okay. So you I, th- I, no, I, the, I think there's going to be a like I, I I can see there being like a last second touchdown and then Tampa go for two and then miss it. Okay. Uh, I can see that happening. Uh, because I mean, yeah, look, you got Bruce Arians who's aggressive as heck. Mm-hmm. You've got Tom Brady who, hey, look, he's won six. He's going to he's gonna want to be aggressive, right? Yeah. Because you take Pat Mahomes into the overtime, uh, you don't know if you're going to get out of there, right? So, yeah, yeah absolutely, you, you might go for it. Yeah, and, uh, like, I think one thing is, I've said this as well, I've talked to you about this, is uh, the way you stop the Chiefs. A lot of people don't know. Like, everybody goes back to that Miami game. You know, like, uh, where, like, the Chiefs regular season, they started having, like, a downswing uh, performance. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that that started in the second half of that Tampa Bay game. A lot of people don't. It was it was uh, Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay defense that figured out the game plan to stop Pat Mahomes. You, right. yeah, you, you got If you can get pressure on him, if you can get, if you can well, get the backfoot in his face, I know he can scramble around and make plays, but well, the, he gets uncomfortable. Well, the thing is, though, they're one of the worst first and second down teams. Their average third down is they one of the worst in the league. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what they do is like they have Pat Mahomes drop back 10, 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and throw it up. But also that creates a terrible spot for their tackles where these defense ends don't have to bend that much. They can just go into a straight line and run into him. And that's what we've seen in that one play with Miami where he scrambled around like 15 yards, lost like 30 yards on the play. Uh, that's what happened on that play. Uh, but also, you do have those plays where you had last year's Super Bowl play with the throw to Tyreek Hill, where that stuff happens. It, yeah, exactly. But the thing you stop, the way you stop them is you just have two deep safeties. You take away the deep ball. You take away Tyreek Hill. You make them go up the field, uh, yeah, hey, little by little, and they struggle with that. Is out there healthy. What do you say? That's why I say it's so critical that Antoine Winfield is out there healthy. Like, me and you loved him coming out. He's my favorite safety. Me and you loved I'm so upset. You, 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 do, you, do, you, do you like laughing at me when we skipped over him in the draft? I'm so upset. We should have got him. Oh, yeah, I was laughing. I was like, the Bears should have picked him up. And y'all got Cole Komet. Yeah, I know. And then Kareem Jackson, not Kareem Jackson, uh, Deshaun Gibson is like dropping picks the whole year. Like, he had one of his like worst years of like interception totals. Uh, but that's besides the point, though. But going back to the Chiefs, the way to stop them is get those two D safeties, take away those deep balls, take away those deep plays. Uh, something the Bills struggled with last week, and something these other teams like the Browns and stuff they didn't they uh, didn't necessarily struggle with that much. Uh, and Tampa Bay, once they started doing that, especially in the second half of that game, uh, the first time they played them, like. Kansas City moving the ball up inch by inch, having to take these long drives. They struggle with it. Pat Mahomes gets antsy. He loses his footwork in the pocket, and he throws some bad balls. That happens. Yeah. Uh, I think one. And that's the thing, right? Like, and this is what I, I agree with you: the fact that here Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. You know, wants the big play, right? Andy mm-hmm. Reid wants the big play, right? They get the home run hitters. Right? And that- and so that's where, like what you're talking about, right, where he starts to get a little sloppy because, hey, he's just trying to force things now. He's trying to make something happen instead of, hey, take what they give you. Take what they give you. But he doesn't like doing that, right? Mm-hmm. But I will say this, though. A huge problem to Pat Mahomes, though, uh, especially especially in that first half of that Cleveland game, the way he played, it looked like they started to figure things out and looked like Pat Mahomes got a lot more patient up in the pocket. Because they were going yeah. down the field very slowly against Cleveland in that first half. Uh, and he looked a lot more patient. And I th- that's what you have to see from Pat Mahomes. you got to see how patient he is in the pocket. And I think that will determine the outcome of this game. Uh, also, I think another thing is, and I brought this up uh, you know, last week when I was talking about Green Bay. Uh, right. Green Bay hadn't really faced a defensive line like this. Vita Vey, the Dominican Sioux, J- JPP, Shakur Barrett. Uh, I agree. All four of those people can get to the po- passers. You're, you're, not, you're not having to do it. Linebacker and Devin White from, uh, from the inside linebacker position um, is causing havoc. Had nine sacks this past season. Can blitz, can blitz with the best of them mm-hmm. and get back and rush the passer. Yeah, no, and, and then. And Antoine Winfield can get back there and rush the passer. Yeah, and, and that was one of the things is I thought. Green Bay was going to struggle with that last week. I had Green Bay winning, but I thought Green Bay was going to struggle with it. Uh, because, like, you see Green Bay throughout the season. They played the Rams in the division around. The Rams really only have Aaron Donald. It was a banged-up Aaron Donald, too. Right. Uh, he was injured. And so, like, you can double-team him and take him out of the game. 
And the next person you have to worry about is Leonard Floyd, who's above average at rushing the passer. And then you go over to Chicago, uh, you know, Green Bay playing Chicago twice. You take away Khalil Mack. They don't have a consistent do the rush the passer after Khalil Mack. Right. And Green Bay hadn't faced a team like that all year. The only team they played was that was uh, Tampa Bay. They got absolutely throttled against them. That yeah. you have multiple people that can get to the passer like that. And I think that's going to be key in this game is, like you, like you were talking about earlier, uh, this defensive line for the Buccaneers, how much they get to Pat Mahomes, how much they hit Pat Mahomes, and Pat Mahomes... Can they keep him contained? Yeah. Uh, keep I don't even think it matters about keeping him contained uh, as much as I think it's matter about just getting to him, trying to get pressure on him, uh, and not blitzing him. He's one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz. Oh, yeah, he is. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what the greats do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mahomes, he's actually better... Yeah, and that's the one thing is, and the thing, and the good, and the thing that I saw with Todd Bowles, and he was willing to change his game plan up, was he stopped blitzing that second half of that game the first time they played him. Uh, Pat Mahomes is actually statistically better against the blitz than he is against the non-blitzing when people don't right, blitz so him. Here's the thing: can can they drop eight or can they drop seven in coverage and allow four guys to just rush the passer uh, and get back there to Pat Mahomes? I think they have. The guys that can do that. I think they do too. That's why I think it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough game either way for both teams. Like if you go to uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady has to step up in this game once again. Like he's- I think. I think the X factor. I'm gonna give you an X factor for the Chiefs. Obviously, we know Pat Mahomes. Obviously, we know Hill and Kelsey. I think the X factor has to be Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon, they got to get Le'Veon Bell going. They I don't even think they have to get him going. Him. They just have to run the football, be balanced throughout the game. Right. And, what we uh, saw last year, right? What's, what helped him last year? Damon Williams mm-hmm. um, played great. I mean, he, he, we argue like he probably should have been Super Bowl MVP. He should have been. Um, I mean, it was, 100%. A close, it was a close argument. And so, it wasn't a close argument. And so the fact, what you say, it wasn't? No, he should have won. It was pretty obvious. But anyways, but anyways, he was a guy that I mean, he played great. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think they have to really do that well. They have to get Le'Veon Bell going and, and maybe not get him going, but like, like you said, get it be balanced at least. They mm-hmm. need to get touches in the backfield because if you start relying on Pat Mahomes so much and if, if the Buccaneers are starting to key in and, and they don't have to worry about the run, it could be a long it could be a long night for the uh, for the Chiefs. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think it's gonna, yeah, I think one thing is like they don't have to be good at the run. I was, I was talking about the uh, Tampa Bay last week uh, on the recap. You know, they didn't. They I think they had like maybe like three point two yards of carry. It was just not good. Uh, right. You know the four the four point uh, four yards of carry is like the threshold whether you're good or bad uh, running the football. But the thing was though they ran it twenty five times. Tampa Bay right. was consistent with it and it set up those deep shots with Mike Evans that you've seen with Chris Godwin. It set up those Miller. yeah it set up those plays. Just be consistent with the run game. You don't have to be necessarily good at it. Just be consistent with it. That's the one thing that killed the Bills against the Chiefs. They they right. they have uh they they're one of the worst they they're not one of the worst teams to run the football but they don't run the football enough they're too pass right. heavy and it killed right. them last game and that you're playing to the strengths of Kansas City which is that secondary of theirs and I think right. one thing I think one thing is we don't have to look at Tom Brady here we have to look at Leonard Fournette we have to look at Ronald Jones we have to look at this rushing attack for Tampa Bay and see how they do. I think that's one thing we. I think that's the key in this matchup for Tampa Bay's offense is running the football and getting the ground game going uh, to set Tom Brady up in this game. 
I don't think Tom Brady. Tom Brady should not throw over forty-five times. No, I think forty should be the maximum limit for for him. And you should probably have, and you should have at least twenty runs if you're Tampa Bay in this game, at the least. It, if you're under that, I think that I think everybody loses. What do you say? I think both of them have to be balanced. One hundred percent. If 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 Kansas City's not balanced, that's going to allow them to drop as many people back in coverage as they want. And just allow their guys to get back and get after the quarterback, which yeah. is what they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So to slow down that pass rush, you got to be able to run the football, right? But what are the Chiefs going to want to do, right? Steve Spagnola was instrumental, instrumental in, in showing how to stop Tom Brady in the 2007 um, or 2007 2008 Super Bowl when the Patri- undefeated Patriots lost to the Giants, right? Yeah. What was it? Get to Tom Brady, hit him, sack him, drop uh, him drop seven men him. back and rush four. And make them scared, right? So yeah. what are the Chiefs going to do? They're going to bring us. And look, they've done a lot of different stuff this year in blitzing and trying to get to the quarterback. But look, if, if again, if it's not balanced, they're going to be able to drop more back, allow certain guys to come rush the passer. If Chris Jones can dip the pocket, which we know he's capable of, I mean, that's a freak right there. Yeah. Um, then, I mean, arguably, you know, it's him and Fletcher Cox as the, as the number two guys right behind Aaron Donald. Yeah. So, I mean, you get a guy like that going – I um, mean, you're able to drop guys back in the uh, – and that's what Tom Brady wants, right? Tom Brady doesn't care about the edge rusher. But if you collapse the pocket on, in on him, that's when he starts to get scared, falls down, doesn't, that's what, get, you know, doesn't want to take hits. That's what so, Chicago did so well. Like, uh, uh, Keem Hicks got in a lot of pressure. Keem Hicks and Bilal Mickles, uh right. for Chicago and earlier in this year, and Tom Brady struggled a lot. If, if you look at uh, – uh, the Saints. That's what they did so well in those first two games. Was they got pressure in the uh, inside, right. uh, and you get in his space, you mess up his passing lanes, right? It, it messes him up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's Chris Jones is also against Chris Jones and Le'Veon Bell from the other big X factors for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, and look, and for the uh, for the Bucks, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think I think um, Fournette and uh, Jones are also key X factors, but I also think it's going to come down to uh, defensively for the Bucks. Um, are you gonna have? Is Antoine Winfield gonna be healthy? Is, can he make an impact? Like you know, he's that capable of. And uh, can can Shaq Barrett uh, get going? Because if, if Shaq Barrett gets going, he can be deadly. I mean, he's a really good pass rusher. He might not be a great overall football player. He might not, you know, but he's a solid run defender. But he can get after the quarterback. And he's a guy that I think uh, is could have a huge impact on this game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you that. So. Uh... Yeah, you got anything else? Or no, that, uh, that does it for me. I'm I, good. Yeah, so who do you have again? Just yeah, repeat so, it. Um, I had the Kansas City Chiefs winning thirty-four to thirty. Yep, and I had the Chiefs winning thirty-five to thirty-four. So we both had the Chiefs winning. So we'll see what happens uh, in this game. But we just want good football. Yeah, yeah. You want to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to do the outro or? Oh, hey, also. Um, whoever's listening to this podcast, make sure you follow uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, Spark Talk Two. Same as here, just yeah, the two at the end for some reason. That was the only one I could get, so it's like a two at the end. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So make sure you follow the uh, podcast on Twitter, and make sure you follow it on Instagram too. I think it's just Spark Talk on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely, that's what it is. So make sure to follow those. We'll be posting more regularly on that once the off season comes. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully doing like more videos, maybe doing some videos on Instagram, 
itself and kind of trying to build that as well. And maybe try to get this up on YouTube when we figure out how to record our record our Skypes on here we can put up on YouTube. Yeah, once we record our Skypes, we can get that going and that can be something where we can put it on YouTube and mm. go from YouTube to Anchor and get everything out. So that would be great. So, yeah. Um, and Wyatt said he's going to take, we're going to take a little bit of a break. I know I've taken a long break. Wyatt's going to take a break, um, a couple week break mm-hmm. after the after the Super Bowl. Um, and then we'll be back getting strong into the draft stuff and free agency stuff and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, and, and, and other stuff as well. I want to try, try to do some other stuff Yeah, and make sure. What was that? Radio pop up again? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, also make sure to follow our gaming channel, uh, Spark Talk Gaming. Uh, I had a little bit of technical difficulties with the Chicago Bears rebuild, but I'm going to maybe do some other stuff because Madden deleted my file uh, when, when, when they when they uh, when they uh, updated the game. They deleted a lot of people's franchises. So they deleted yours. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, uh, so I I need to and I was gonna probably do something else like maybe like a uh, what was that thing called face of the franchise I might do like a cool thing with that or you know do some story driven games uh, maybe replay some games on there that I haven't played in a while uh, so we'll uh, we'll see but uh, yeah remember to follow that as well just Spark Talk same as here and then gaming on on YouTube make sure you subscribe to that as well so awesome awesome uh, so, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, the second dog bark. <laughs> um, so, hey, so, yeah, anyways, though, we appreciate you guys listening, as always. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to be back. I, mean, I was excited to talk and, and discuss football. It's always better when we're both doing it. Um, so, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Like I said, like why I said, follow um, Spark Talk 2 on Twitter. Follow at Spark Talk on Instagram. Follow Spark Talk Gaming on YouTube. Um, and let us know if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments. Let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, we're always um, open to criticism. And, and we're always open to video suggestions or podcast suggestions, things like that, too. What, yeah. You know, if you guys want to have, send in questions and answer that kind of stuff, that's always great, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Why, where can they find you? Uh, just Spark Talk, too. I'll be right the. I don't oh, have sorry. a. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and cool. j- underscore Sparky underscore four on Instagram. Okay, cool. And you can follow me at VarsityGinger55 on all platforms. So yeah. Um, all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the weekend. I hope the Super Bowl is a great game we can all enjoy. Yeah. Um, unless you're a Chiefs and Buccaneers fan, you'll be kind of nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. But all right, y'all. We appreciate you guys. Until next time, y'all. Peace. See ya.